generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. The cost of borrowing is expected to rise again today. It's currently sitting at 2% uh, after the Reserve Bank hiked the official cash rate by half a percent in May. And we're likely to see another half a percent rise today. What it means for your wallet? Well, we're joined by Hannah. O no, you're not. You're joined by Luke <laughs> Kimmies and Mikey Smith because this battler on the TV is going to be boring. So we're going to give it to you straight. Two Auckland leading economists. <laughs> <laughs> that neither of us studied economics, but we can figure it out. Young Maddie McLean here doing the intro. I think he didn't really know what was going on. Uh, he looked like he was reading off a screen, that's for sure, when it comes to talking about the OCA. He said it was already 2.5, or was about to, but it was at 2%, and now it's gone to 2.5%. Mm, and this time it was widely expected. Yeah. Unlike the time when we moved from what, 0.5 to 1. Yeah. When everyone was shocked. They so thought it was going to be 0.25 of an increase, not a half of a percentage, right? Mm. So, yeah, she's all go in the interest rate world. Interestingly, one of the things that I saw, mate, so this is the third time they've increased it by a half uh, in three consecutive increases. Mm. Um, no, not the first time, but this is uh, the third time, sorry, that they've increased it. But they basically said, yeah, cool, get used to it. We've still got another... 1.5% to go. Yeah, so they're like, right, we're targeting four. Yeah. Um, and and these three consecutive 0.5% hikes, are, we're at 25 now. So, I mean, we've it's basically at the halfway mark and there's some more to go. So it's pretty brutal. Yeah. <laughs> you, saying whatever's happened now is going to happen again. So three more to go. Do you reckon they'll get to 4%? No. No. There no, we go. I don't. <laughs> straight, straight at, why not? Talk um, us through it. I just think... Um, there's a lot of a lot of big mortgages out there, um, and <clears throat> it's a big enough shock right now to go from two point one nine percent to five point two percent. Yeah, um, and if that's a two point two percent up to seven percent, it's brutal, and it just doesn't do good things for the economy. I think at some point he's going to have to consider maybe well slowing that pace or pausing. And um, not sending us into a deep recession to yeah. try and keep it shallow. Because I think we're, we're already there. And it's just a gotcha. matter of trying to keep it around um, an even number in terms of GDP growth. At least at a zero. We don't want to see like a minus three and backed up by a minus five, which is yeah. if it keeps going, that's probably what's coming. So you're saying we're already in a recession or we're going to see a recession. So if we increase the OCR, the official cash rate, too much, then... We're going to risk slowing the economy down too much. Then the GDP growth is going to be even more negative. Yeah. And people are going to shit the bed even more. Yeah. So you can capitulate both ways, right? Like we had the rates drop originally and then we had the housing market blow up over the last couple of years. Yeah. 
to the point where um, it got political and sides were chosen, rich versus poor, all this shit started. And that can happen the other way too when we have a, a recession, when it gets really hard on people and then the opposite sort of crowd start arguing and saying, why are you doing this, blah, 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 and it just gets messy. So here's a question that I posed to the chief economist for Kiwi Bank on LinkedIn, mm. but he didn't reply, unfortunately. Jared. Yeah, but someone did. Jared Kerr, maybe? Jared Kerr, yep. Someone replied, and so I said, given that, so we've gone from, uh, what have we gone, from one to, no, sorry, yeah, from one to 2.5, is that right? Well, I don't yeah, know, three lots wherever of, it's at now. Yeah. I think we did 0.25 ones in, in the start, so we might have started at 0.75 or something, but yeah. So we've gone up three lots of, 0.5 in this last three moves, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, given that we knew inflation was still going to be here and they're trying to stop it from getting baked in, where baked in means, hey, I can't afford things anymore. You need to pay me more. Great, we'll pay you more. Dear all customers, our prices will be going up as of today uh, so that they can maintain maintain their major, mar, uh, margins, pay their staff. So they're trying to A wage stop and that. price spiral. It's yeah. fucking terrifying. They're it's trying the worst, to stop worst that. case scenario, yeah. Now, my question to the reserve, uh, to the Kiwi Bank economist after he said, hey, you know, OCR's gone up, I'm like, why didn't, like, I'm literally genuinely interested, why would the Adrian Orr from the Reserve Bank, why would he not just go, hey team, like three increases ago, it's the OCR's going up by 1.5%. And, yeah. and someone, like, he didn't reply, but someone's like, oh, because that that's like too, too hard, too quick. But I'm like, but why? Because we're... We're going to have to go there anyway. So mm. why are we like gradually doing it? I, I don't really get it. but It's a hard one, eh? I think they need to restore credibility, the Reserve Bank. And if they carry on shocking markets and things, I don't think that helps do that. Like right now, they're under a lot of criticism for, you know, the way that house prices went and, um, you know, cheap loans and it just jacked everything up. And now they're obviously going the other way. But if they crashed and burned it to zero... You know that doesn't restore their credibility. They've probably got a bit of PTSD from yeah going the other way. Quickly. Yeah, so and and it is financial markets, but it's also our currency um, that moves around when we do these types of things, which is you know foreign exchange markets. It's international, and you can't just go and throw stuff too deeply like that and shock markets to the point where like uh, you know it might it might ruin our exchange rate, and then our farmers can't sell anything. You know, like there's all sorts of little Gotcha. Things we just think about houses in New Zealand, yeah, but we all do we watch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there is other things that that come into play, and um, he has to be a little bit careful of that. I see. So it's probably uh, way more technical than just tackling inflation. There's obviously the impact it then has on the foreign currency exchange rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes a bit more a bit more sense. Interestingly, Kiwi Bank guy liked it but didn't reply. Oh yeah, so I don't know what that means. Maybe I have a chat with like, Jared, mate. He probably just thought, "Oh, cool, someone's commenting <laughs> on my post." But I don't want to get involved in this conversation. So my next thing to raise, uh, thinking of LinkedIn, mate, is I just saw a New Zealand Herald article that they're rolling around, and they've got seventeen thousand followers, I think, on LinkedIn. So I thought, here's a little hack for people out there. I thought, oh, if I comment on this, this is going to get seen by a lot of people because it's already been liked by a lot of people. I thought, oh, I'll comment on this because no one has. But what the article is about is a story where basically 90,000 is the new 70,000. So basically person goes to uh, employer B, and I had someone ask me this during the week for Keep the Change. 
they get offered a job and they get offered 90k now in this story mm. and then they go shit I wonder I'm, I'm getting paid 70 I wonder mm. if I should take this job and they go back to their employer and say hey uh, I've been offered a job and the employer says what are you been offered so I oh, 90,000 and they say okay well we'll pay you we'll give you 20k pay rise because the labor market's tight and person goes back to at least this true story from the herald goes back to the agent who found them the new job and says hey um heads up I'm going to stay with my job expecting them to be real angry and they just laughed and like oh well at least you're now getting paid your true worth and so I commented on it and said employee Employee says, success, I've got a $20,000 pay rise. Employer says, dear clients, we're going to be increasing our fees. We need to maintain our margins. Employee, six months later, fuck lads, these beers are way more expensive than they used to be. (laughs) My 90G's not going as far as I thought it was going to. Adrian Orr, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much it. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's an issue. It's a real tough one. Like, if if it carries, I mean... The, the article basically said, "This is what this is the exact reason why we're jacking rates as fast as we are into a tightening, yeah, like into into a recession, mm. into a, something, in, into an economy that's contracting, um, and shit, it's hard to handle. But you have to put the inflation out and probably put it into a recession to do it because yeah. the outcome of a of sustained elevated inflation is not good. No, then you know if it gets." If it got really bad, like high inflation, forty percent or something, um, that's when you have revolutions and shit. Yeah, like you can go look at at Turkey, Lebanon, Argentina, all these places. Like it's all happening there, and they're busting down the doors of their governments. <laughs> that's scary shit because their currencies turned to dust. Yeah, so <clears throat> to to maintain credibility of the New Zealand dollar, they have to protect it. And yeah, so yeah, it's pretty interesting, but. Um, I I still think that even if they jack rates to ten percent, they can kill off like our our local inflation. But it's it's all around the world, and we import a fair bit of stuff, and it's going to be sticky for a while. Seventy to ninety is a twenty thousand dollar increase. That's a twenty eight percent increase, twenty eight point five percent pay increase. Yeah, like that. They won't. It'll nuts. be in certain sectors though, eh? Yeah, and I don't think it can be sustained. Um, no. Well, that's like if we go into a contraction, and then and then. Uh, frontline sales of of goods and services start slowing. Yeah. Um. Then those salaries won't be maintained, and it might be okay when you've got ten staff and you're you're jacking everyone. But then, to keep them all on that same level next year, you might have to drop two and be back at eight. Mm. And that's actually what the Reserve Bank's also trying to have a look at, try and bring bring a bit of unemployment in the mix. I'll give people a story from Next Advisory. To give you some context, this is an out-and-out 100% true story. So a senior accountant in New Zealand, five to seven years' experience, that can work for us, probably looking at 100 to 120K. Mm-hmm. And they'll rip through sets of accounts. They'll be able to tell Mikey how much tax he's got to pay. Uh, they'll be able to answer clients zero questions. They'll be able to um, help with GST returns, all the things that a, an accountant needs to be able to do. Probably do some cash flow far, forecasting, all sorts. They'll manage themselves. They'll manage their workload. They're mm-hmm. pretty far down the path. 100, 120K. We advertised for probably three to four months. No, probably for, firstly, for a month, I thought we've built a big audience, like fuck paying Someone an agent. Someone straight away. Yeah. And uh, absolute donuts, crickets, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Then we start, okay, maybe we'll talk to an agent. 
get in touch, a couple of agents get in touch with us. Hey, you know, I've got a couple of perfect candidates sending over candidates. It's like, they're not, they're not in public practice what we do. They're working for one company. They, they're going to absolutely sink or swim if they go, hey, you've got to go from working on one account, set of accounts to 120. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, All their mind could just get blown and... to bits. They're not going to like that. So, you know, these aren't appropriate. Those aren't applicable. Then phase two, three, which was then phase two of agents, the agents said, because the first phase of agents was, oh, we'll just charge you if you take someone on. So there's no point in talking to them. So that's great. Phase two of that was, hey, um, I've got some people that I reckon you could hire, but you've got to pay me for the introduction. Retainer. and I'm like, what if we don't hire them? Like, oh, well, I've... Like, I've done the work to find them for you, so you need to pay. I'm like, get fucked. Um, <laughs> literally, it's like, yeah, that's nine so you grand. can see the inflation there. I'm like, mate, what? Nine, nine K for an introduction to yeah. someone that we might go, this is completely unsuitable. So, anyway, we gave up on that. We're like, well, we're not going to slow down just because we can't find this right person. And part of that's our responsibility. You know, people don't want to work for us. Maybe we're not uh, seen as a, a good enough employer yet, but hey, that's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll look for solutions. Now, we go to the Philippines for some workers, and we have four people to interview within probably 20 days. Mm -hmm. We would have hired three out of the four. The fourth one probably didn't need to be interviewed, wasn't, was never really a candidate, fell through a screening process. We hired the first one, and then we, a week later, were like, fuck it, let's get a second one. And we went back to one of the applicants. Sorry, I've taken a job since. Sorry, I've taken a job since. Ah, bugger. Okay. Now, this has cost us, this 110, 120 will cost us, <coughs> excuse me, 50,000 for That's the nuts, eh? for a year. So we've saved 50K. Hence the, let's speed this shit up. Yeah, let's yeah. Let's get two. Yeah. Like, why not? We, we were going to spend 110. We were going to yeah. spend 120. Yeah, you just accelerate the growth. Let's go. Yeah. And... So then what we've done is we've gone, okay, let's get an intermediate. Let's get some support for the senior and the intermediate as well. So we've gone from hiring one person in New Zealand to hiring three people in the Philippines. They remote in on a Monday and they're all over it. They're absolute weapons Mm. and they're so grateful they've got a job and they've got the right technology. They can log in and they're smart. They train and... We know for a fact, so we've used an agency in the middle. Yeah, they're probably putting, I'd say, close to a hundred percent margin on the staff because they've got a whole set of resources. They've got training. They've got support for them. They've got offices, everything, so they can work from home. They can work from offices. Like it's a pretty sweet setup for them. Um, and so the true labour cost is probably only twenty five thousand New Zealand madness, eh? For what is a hundred to one hundred and twenty? Now here's uh, here's something interesting for you. Two things. To even get an interview, they had to film a, a video answering five different questions around what are they looking for an employer, what are they good at, um, all that sort of stuff, like five questions, film a video. I thought, A, like I've asked Kiwis, if you want to apply for this, you need to film a video. Mate, get fucked. I'm not filming a video. Yeah. I'm too shy. <laughs> you know, I'd rather go and find another job. Just to prove some initiative, right? Yeah. So that doesn't work in New Zealand. For them, no. compulsory. And then, last weekend, with the new one starting, I said to our first person, I said, hey, you're doing a really good job. Do you reckon you could, this week, when you're doing some work, could you screen record 
you doing what you're doing and then that can be a training resource for a new person who's starting. And they said, well, how would I screen record it? And my usual answer for staff or people is, well, Google it. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> some people love it, some people hate it. Yeah. But I said, hey, Google it and see what your computer would best, like Google best software for whatever computer yeah, you've got. Yeah. Um, I said, or look at Loom. And she said, uh, okay, I can, I can do that. Like, outstanding. So Monday, this was on the weekend, this on it, and I said, Monday I spoke to her and I said, hey, look, I just want to make sure that I'm not, in, what's the word, like encroaching or something on your, uh, intruding on your yeah. family time on the weekend. And it was okay to message you over the weekend. She said, yeah, yeah, that's completely fine. Here's the videos. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> oh, Loom was great. <clears throat> she built out a whole training set of videos, about 10 hours of content. Well, maybe not 10, it might have been like six, but by the time she would have yeah, figured out how to do it, yeah. easily like easily 10 hours worth of work. And no worries, cool, I'll carry on. I don't I even said, know what to say, eh? <laughs> I'm just shocked. <laughs> I said, did you do that on the weekend? She said, yeah, 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 there's no worries. I was a bit bored, I had a bit of spare time, stuff so that I'd do it. They're outstanding. But I guess uh, my moral of the story is that Two things, like one, Kiwis need to just just be a little bit careful at their entitlement, their arrogance, and their naivete. Mm. Because people have been working internationally for a long time. But Kiwis, again, oh, we're real good. We're front runners of technology, first to use an FPOS card. Fucking, like, that was the last of our technology <laughs> advancement, you know. And these people can work from anywhere in the world, and they can take Kiwis' jobs and they can do it cheaper, and they'll work harder, etc. I'm sure these things will go in swings and roundabouts, but you know, there's no reason that someone in a foreign country can't learn something that anyone can in the world these days and go, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. Of course. Let's I could go and write mortgages in any country. They're all different, but it would only take me a certain amount of time to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's the true power of what the internet's done. 100%. And I think that's what, a lot of people just still won't get their head around. And I think you fast forward another five years, people will go, hmm, you know what? Like maybe we could have a staff member somewhere because they'll go, well, we've got a staff member that lives in Topor, but they our firm's in Auckland and they remote in. So why can't we have one in the Philippines or 100%. wherever? You Especially know? if it's going to keep making that bottom line look better. Yeah. Like bosses generally, you know, when they get going good, they're not idiots and they'll keep looking to areas to scrape profit out and, mm. and then it will come. Yeah. And and get rid of hassle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a I guess for us it's um we do have to be careful on this side of it. Yeah, cuz there does seem to be a level of entitlement um just in general that seems to be growing. I was talking about it with someone the other day on going back and forth with someone on Twitter trying to have a bit of a bit of a Twitter scrap um Talking about like how tall poppy syndrome seems to be growing and yeah, um, like a t- entitlement and things like that doesn't achieve much. Like it doesn't create anything better for anyone. Mm. Um, especially not asking the government to get shit done. Oh fucking hell, they're useless at everything. <laughs> Both governments, they're all useless. So yeah, um, it's like a, it's like if there are better options, people will go and take them, and don't complain when that opportunity's gone because everyone else had the opportunity first. Mm. 
Yeah, it's a it's an interesting one, eh? There's going to be more and more of that. That brings me to something that I found out yesterday, mate. Uh, one of the reasons that I'm successful is because I'm white. Oh yeah. Uh, which hey, that probably is one percent, or sorry, it could be twenty percent. Like I don't know what that percentage is. I don't know how I'll ever quantify that is, but that's what I was told. Mm. Like you're okay, cool that you've you're successful, but you're white. So like, of course you are. Well, okay. What I can't reconcile is that yesterday, in here. I had a high school dropout at 15, Mouldy, gone from a job to training up, getting good at it, to I reckon I could do this on my own, to 15 staff, to the biggest business in his industry in five years, loves what he does, loves building a team, works to midnight, is solving problems that the country has and he knows how to fix them and solve them and he's just throwing his time at it. So I'm like... Okay, so this person that said that, oh, Luke, you know, you're white, so that's part of why you're successful, or maybe the reason in their <laughs> mind. I'm like, what about my man that was in here yesterday? Like, what's your excuse for him? And this sort of goes back to our pod the other day. We were talking about, do you deserve your success? Like, how do these people that cut people down, how do they reconcile when people that are the same profile as them Can't are fucking good. winning gold medals, kicking ass, contributing, yeah. and winning? I don't think they do. <laughs> like, I, what is their argument? Like, I don't I, think there is one. I think it's um, it's more of a uh, they've just given up and would rather complain than sort themselves out. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it's a. Sadly, it's a bit of a natural reaction in some people's, you know, the way that they're approaching things at the moment, and it seems to be getting more and more common. Mm, sad. I. Yeah, it's a it's fucking weird, mate. <laughs> I've got no idea how. Yeah, like uh, my whiteness doesn't wake me up and take me to work, eh? No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's me. <laughs> I'll tell you what. There's a few downsides to being white as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I am not going to win the four hundred at the Olympics, and I'm not <laughs> going to be in the NBA. Yeah, but, yeah. But like, so I mean, does does being black make you better at the NBA? Mm. Like statistically, yes. So then if you're not in the NBA, what's your excuse? Yeah. Weird. Like it's, yeah. A, it's such a weird, like I don't think like that, so I don't know how these people justify their yeah. like thought patterns. Yeah, yeah, I it's have a can of worms here that I just, I struggle with so much <laughs> that I don't give it any time, you know. I just <laughs> it's confusing even trying to go there. It anyway, really that, is confusing. That, that was my insight for yesterday. Uh, if we go back to our to our OCR stuff, so... Since the OCR has increased by half a percent, mm-hmm. like I haven't really heard too many people talking about it, and like you said, it wasn't as big a news as the first one. Yep. Have interest rates gone up? Yeah, so mainly only floating rates. Okay, so floating compared to fixed. So floating yep. is if I, like I'm not fixing a rate that I know that I'm going to have over yep. a certain time period, it is I'm going to pay that and it could move. Yep. And you or the bank are going to let me know, hey, that's just gone up and you've got to swallow it. Yep. 100%. So okay. those ones moved a bit. Um, yep. And fixed rates, they may, I mean, we're a few days past now and still not really any movement. And it's probably similar to why you haven't heard that much news about it because the OCR rise was so expected by financial markets and media outlets and everything that the fixed interest rates had priced that in already. Yeah. So there was such confidence in the market that there was going to be a 0.5% increase that everyone started making their bets early, basically. Gotcha. And the only thing that moved, w- in turn, was the floating rate, because that's sort of 
know, it's a, it's a variable rate and moves around with that. But yeah, everything else seems to have been priced in, and yeah, we might not see any fixed rate rises. So, and what about term deposits? We should see those increase too, then. So, <laughs> <laughs> why are they laughing? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't know too much about the term deposit market. They seem to be pretty laggy. Because term deposits is the bank borrowing money from. The, the mug on the street like myself, right? Yeah. Yeah, hey, I'll give you my 50 grand, you lock it up for 12 months and you're going to give me 4%. They're borrowing yeah. money from the people. Is that kind of... Kind right? of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's all it is. They, they take 100 grand off someone and they give them a couple of percent in return per year and that's uh, that's at the banks and the banks go and roll the dice with it and yeah, yeah, it's part of their capital requirements and things like that. But yeah, they, they do lag. I mean... A term deposit ain't what it used to be, eh? No. So, I mean, these days, all they are is, to me, it's almost like a bond. Their ultimate security or and premium, I guess, premium collateral um, and pretty liquid. Like, you can get them if you out if you want them or you can wait out the term and get your payout for the rate. But basically, they're just safety. Um, yeah. And you store it there if you're going to do something in the future. Like, they don't return enough to... Pay you an income, mm. um, and they certainly don't keep high. up with inflation. Nah. Yeah. So thinking about a four percent OCR that Mr. Adrian Orr tells us about, mm. um, what if if we if that's to be priced in, do interest rates increase? Like, do they end up being a seven percent, or they, is that already priced in? Mm, no, the markets seem to be pricing in like three to three and a half percent. Gotcha. So that's where so the financial markets bullshit. are sort of, yeah, they're calling bullshit a bit because probably similar to what I was saying earlier, like they're saying, uh, you keep doing this, it's going to get pretty fucking rough on the street. Yeah. Um, mortgages are already starting to make that hit felt, I reckon. And, you know, as time goes on and more and more of these cheap mortgages roll onto more expensive rates already, even just with the rates we have, it's having that effect. So, are yeah, you it's seeing, interesting. Are you seeing clients in your book you've got a lot of customers or clients are they asking questions about rates given ocrs going up like yeah. does it get them thinking yeah for sure yeah yeah i've never had my phone ring so much just for for interest rate conversations yeah really yeah it's massive it's it's a good <laughs> probably a good like third to half of my day every day shit and yeah. what's the common conversation maybe you should just record it and then just play it to them <laughs> like yeah, yeah no worries well follow my newsletter guys and i'll tell you all about it yeah yeah <laughs> But yeah, basically, the thing is with individuals, everyone has got a different scenario as well. You know, someone yeah. might be selling in six months and moving to Australia, which means they're after a different scenario with interest rates than someone who's staying in the house for the next 20 years. Mm. So you do have to sort of have the conversation. A lot of it is about guessing where it's going. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not, I'm, I can give you my opinion, but I'm not qualified to tell you exactly what's going to happen. No one really knows. No. Um, but yeah, I've, I give everyone my opinion, and I think they're going to top out reasonably soon and roll over. I think inflation won't go away, and then by the end of the next year, they might raise them again. Because the banks actually decreased their rates, some of them, didn't they? Their two-year rates. Yep. Yeah. That. Yeah. So that's based on the wholesale rate market. We don't want to go into that too much about <laughs> how that works, but basically, yeah, that was the market saying, calling off that basically the two-year funding is getting cheaper because they're going to. Lower by that time, sort of thing. So, gotcha. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a dark art how it's all calculated. Yes. Um. But in general, 
they get, they're still going up. Yeah. <laughs> so it, that, that must be the sentiment that you're getting from clients that are ringing you, right? Freaking out that rates are going to keep going up and then saying, yeah, what do I it, do? It is difficult for me um, to sit here and say that I think, personally, I think they're topping. I don't know. Yeah. I think they're getting close to topping. When Adrian's out there and in that last speech where he raised it by another half, he's saying we're going to four and he didn't really even acknowledge the contraction in the economy or anything. Yeah. So he's like, he's got blinkers on at the moment and he's saying we're fixing inflation and that's that. Um, but, you know, I just I just don't think he can he can keep his blinkers on long enough if it gets too hard. The old mate uh, Luxon, I saw he had to post something about like, you know, cost of living's up, like all these things. It was basically a, you know, hit list at Labour, but then it finished with if National would be government, we would do X, Y, and Z. But one of those things was we would return the Reserve Bank to a sole focus on on inflation. I almost commented and was like, yeah, great. And then um, the OCR would already be at 4% <laughs> and, and everyone would be broke and they would hate you anyway. So, but maybe that's what Adrian's doing is he's trying to look more committed to sorting inflation to build back that credibility yeah. you spoke about. The Reserve Bank is actually quite limited in its tools. Um they they can't control the supply and demand of goods and services or anything. They can only control the supply and the cost of money. And when you, I feel I am probably in the Luxon camp there. If that's what he's talking about, I haven't seen it. But like giving them more mandates than controlling inflation is personally, I think, asking for trouble. Um, you know, like I think it was Labor. It might have been National before, but I think it was Labor. They basically gave them. Uh, minimum unemployment or maximum employment and they have a 2% inflation mandate. Well, now we've got 9% inflation and really low unemployment. So mm. that's a fuck up. <laughs> yeah. So I just think that they they control monetary policy and they should focus only on inflation um, and and leave the other mandates out. Let the government do everything else. Like the government should be worried about getting people jobs and stuff and, and not moving that responsibility onto the Reserve Bank. I mean, I just, it's not for me. <laughs> All right. There we go, mate. The OCR rise. We've got a half an hour out of that after I went on my epic rant about... Uh, nice. What Did I'm we learning. do half an hour? Yeah, what I'm learning Shit. about myself via comments on TikTok and also <laughs> what it's like to offshore some stuff. Uh, if you're running a business out there and you might even be running a side hustle or you might just want some help with things that you're doing, sorting out a stag do for instance honestly look at tasks you can get sorted for you internationally we've got to start thinking differently we couldn't sit there and wait for the perfect senior accountant to come along mm. and have them only want to do 18 hours of work a week uh, and want 120 grand um, so we had to find another solution yeah and I think we're going we to see more and more of that eh? so let it roll let it roll in the meantime remember <laughs> The rates are going up, <laughs> but your house prices <laughs> down. <laughs> Timber. <laughs>